So for the second time, potentially first time, I don't know the sequence of these podcasts I'm going to post, but Lucas is on. Lucas Visser, what's up? Not much. How's it going, Matt? Oh, you know, I'm living, dying. Tommy? Hey, guys. Glad to be back. No tequila this time, eh, Tom? No Tommy's tequila tandem. That was some time ago, boys. Damn. It felt like those podcasts were a long time ago, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, those were two months ago. Those were our OG days. Yeah, our OG days were two months ago. <laughs> What's the definition of OG days? Like, how long in the past can it be to be OG days? I think Tom's saying you guys already peaked. Shit, Tommy, what the fuck? You're already saying we peaked? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying. We had some really good ones back then, like, I'm not saying we don't have good ones now. It's I just... take it too seriously almost now. You almost do just need to more shoot the shit and let it go. That's why I have Tyler on the odd time. He just gets drunk and just grabs the microphone and just goes, rah, 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 rah. Episode 13 will forever go down. This is my favorite podcast on your show. Also your most problematic podcast. So that's another topic. <laughs> I remember the whole time I was just sitting back eating a bag of chips <laughs> during the podcast. Out of gibberish. Out of pure gibberish. I should shout that one out on the gram. Episode 13. I, don't anyone, th- I never got a shout-out, I don't think. If anyone's listening to this, Off the Dome with Z, episode 13 is a must-listen. That was a big sell there, Tommy. It was a big sell. You got Tommy Kosai. Not content-wise, delivery-wise. <laughs> delivery-wise? I think it's creativity-wise. I can live with that. Yeah, that's respectable, eh? And I like that one quote, or like the one Andy... This is gonna go soft as fuck. But um, when like Andy Bernard from The Office was like, I wish there was a way... To tell you're in the good old days when you're actually in them, not after they're gone. You guys know what I'm talking about? I do. Can I make a confession? I've never watched The Office. What? I think I've watched an episode or two of Tom, but that's been it. How much of The Office have you watched? Like, just about all of it, except for maybe the last season. But, like, I've seen everything with Michael Scott. Maybe you haven't even seen the last season. The last season was actually... So, season five and six, I think it was, were shit. There was but, a point in there where it was... Yeah, yeah it was no just good. not good. Yeah. Right after Michael Scott left. Yeah. But then season seven, it actually did a very good job on it. That's they did a good job rewriting it all. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It took me a while before I watched the last season. No. I, like, that's not I like that quote, though. Like, you really don't realize how good things were until things are shit. And then yeah. it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it's what I realized back then. Man, even, like, when I was studying in, like, November, I was thinking about this the other day because I was at work and I was like, man... I missed November when all I had to do was just study and go to Supplement King two times a week. Life was so nice, but at the same time, I was like, during that time, I was like miserable. Because I was always like, I need to go study. And the mother side was just like, nah, fuck that shit. You don't need to go study. It's like you're so produ- I'll never study. You don't have like, yeah, you don't have a reason to be like, do anything. It's your productive side and your lazy side just like fighting a year. Yeah. And, and my productive side was like, what are you doing? And then my lazy side was just like, dude, we're chilling. We got nothing to do. Else. Boys are sounding as bipolar as Antonio Brown out here. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Did you boys Don't see go Antonio, down the Antonio Brown's Brown. first rap concert? Yeah. Is, he had he a concert? A ton of, yeah, he had a concert in a club, and apparently he was just throwing a ton of cash into the crowd. Because I forget what his song He's like a song that's called like a lot of money or something. And so yeah. like he just threw a bunch of money into the crowd while he was like rapping about money. And I mean, yeah, I can get behind that. Like, <laughs> he's not going to have much money pretty soon here. He showed uh, his bank balance, right? Like $24 million, So, like, he's going to burn through that pretty quick, I think. So, do you think that the Logan Paul-Antonio Brown fight's going to happen? Oh, God, I hope so. And I hope are, so, too. We are doing fight night commentary if it does. Yes, yeah, 100% we are. Well, so, Antonio Brown's agent dropped him until he seeks professional help. Which, I saw that. Realistically, do you think he's going to go get help? No. Of course not. So his career in the NFL is done. Yeah. You know it's bad when your agent walks out on you. Exactly. Usually agents are like the last people to leave. 
Like, right? I, I'm also, I'm not an Antonio Brown sympathizer at all. Like, I don't think he's a good dude at all. And, like, I'm sure, I'm, I don't want to say if the allegations are true or not, because they're not proven, but who knows. But it does seem like the NFL is taking longer with their investigation than they probably need to. Well, I, I wouldn't say longer than they need. I guess investigation needs to happen, but it does seem like, and maybe they're not really describing updates. Like, maybe there are updates behind the scenes they're not telling us, but it does seem like there's not a whole lot. Like, it, he is going through, like, a full season with absolutely no update besides the investigation is in progress. But the other thing with that, that could just be they're finding stuff and they don't want to release anything without... Well, that's the thing, right? There could be things happening behind the scenes. Yeah. But if it does come out, and this is, of course, entirely hypothetical since nothing has been proven but there are allegations, if it does turn out that, like, these are, say, proven false, like, I would I would feel somewhat sympathetic towards him just because it really is a long, drawn-out process. Yeah. But I also feel like at the same time, he in no way is helping his case. He's absolutely not. Like, completely right. On yeah. Instagram Live, when he's cussing out cops and saying he's going to beat or, their skulls in and stuff, and then there's the text message from his ex or his baby mom that comes out. Did you see the Instagram Live video we had of, I think it was baby mom like tried to come take something, or something happened where his baby mom came to his house yeah. and an altercation happened. He Instagram Live, her like, outside and he's like get the fuck off my property blah, that's blah, why blah. i don't well, that's why i don't want to say because like, it's like there's yeah. this open case but then he's living this like completely separate life away from this whole investigation and nfl life which and the other is thing like is it a separate be. life though or is it the exact same way he acted and it was just always covered Not up a separate life but just two different things happening in his life right now you, you think just, he'd be yeah. more professional with how he's handling himself yeah right you now, think he with I, what's going I was under on investigation you'd think he'd know to fucking clean himself up so Remember that one game against the Bengals that was, like, super rough, and he had, like, a really bad headshot during the game? That was the one where Juju laid out perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, like, I just saw a picture of it where it was just, like, that was, like, the trigger for all this shit where it's, like, two months later he did this, and then he did that. Like, before that, he wasn't really well-known or not well-known, but not outgoing or stupid like sort that. Or like- prolific and yeah. notorious but not not like the good notorious like conor mcgregor notorious yeah. the bad notorious. <laughs> i feel like a lot of that though could be mike tomlin kept things pretty under wrap there that's a, that could also because like be thing you too. didn't hear anything about Levion before that too right no, that's very true and it all came out all at once but i don't know it just i i'm curious to see what kind of brain damage he has from football he could like totally CTE. have like late stage cte i don't know if CTE has early stages, stage but... or whatever man yeah, that's I don't know, super man. early well, Do you no, guys watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Uh, I'm on the first episode right now. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's interesting. Um, yeah, just... I won't spoil it for you guys. It's a really good one, though. I advise watching it. Um, have you guys seen Don't Fuck With Cats? I know what it is about, but I haven't really seen it. I haven't uh, seen it either, but I... I powered yeah. through it last night. Stayed up to like 1 a.m. <laughs> It's because it was the it was the guy who would uh, like meet other men or like he'd go on like he uh, he had a boyfriend or something right I forget what his name is but it was like in Toronto Luca Magnata yeah and then like he killed his boyfriend like chopped him up ate him sent his body parts around and like half the reason he even got caught right because it's like don't fuck with cats is because like he like posted the cat video hurt yeah. cats right like all like like all serial killers not all but like common in serial killers he abused animals before he started killing people yeah yeah that's that's essentially it I nature. saw an article that said he was married in prison this week. I was reading, it was like BuzzFeed or something. Apparently he's been married in prison to like some other guy now. Oh but like, it's God. cool. Cause like this other guy's but also killed people. You realize? So like now they're, now they're made for each other. <laughs> Wedding and fine dining in the same night. <laughs> um, so another part to that whole story though, is that he all did it for fame. Like that was his underlying. He just wanted the attention and the fame. I mean, man's got a Netflix documentary now. Like... How many killers get a Netflix documentary? Not that many. Yeah, like literally. Have you been on Netflix lately? Actually, no. Everybody gets a Netflix, <laughs> Netflix you documentary. Gotta be a good, you gotta be a good killer to get a Netflix documentary. You gotta be an interesting killer. A good know. killer. You, People you, gotta want to watch it. Yeah, like that that Luca guy. Stupid. Like you gotta stupid do some idiot. crazy stuff. You can't just yeah. like go and like you can't just like rob a bank and shoot someone and get a Netflix documentary. You know, Did you see Southgate creepy. got armed robbery? Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Like, Holy Southgate's shit. supposed to be the nice, clean mall where, like, everyone can, like, shop and feel safe. And, like, someone's died in the past, right? Like, they had where the the, the guy from the flower shop um, tried to stop an armed robbery, and he, he was killed in the progress. And then this is the second time that they've had an issue with, like, a dangerous robbery. This was a little more dramatic because they, like, broke in and smashed the jewelry in store. In the middle of yeah. the day. Yeah, literally. Like that. 
I saw the video of it, and I was just like, there is... Oh, the one where the guy chased him down, that one? No, just the one where it's like a video of them in the store, and they're just, like, there's oh, yeah. 200 people around, broad daylight, these guys are just in masks and shit. Yeah, it's like the Julie store. And they're just smashing... Yeah, yeah. And next to the Apple stuff. store, and just, like, across like, from there, watching yeah. Video, I'm like, holy shit, what the... Imagine you're at that mall... And these dudes just run past you, and you see them run into the jewelry store and just start smashing shit. Taking I guess it. like pepper What would you do? <laughs> like maybe it's poor taste comedy, but the everything must go sign was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw that video, I saw those like sale signs. I was like, "What?" Because <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they were like yellow and black and looked like caution signs, and I was just like what jewelry store would put that as their signs that's the d- most disgusting sign I've ever it's seen it's like bro rob the Rolex store don't go to the discount yeah. <laughs> blow up jewelry store <laughs> oh that's what when I first watched it, I thought it was fake so I was like okay, it's just some bullshit that they made and I saw it again and I saw people retweeting it posting it on Instagram I'm like oh that was a real robbery like, what the fuck but um all the Terwilliger yeah. moms think that Southgate's so safe you know that's their mall it's clean they go there you know, they probably would be like, well, I expect that, like, Northgate or something. But then they're probably just rattled that this is happening right here in the neighborhoods. Oh, I'm a guy for the classics. I like West Ed. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> nah, West Ed, there's, like, too much. I always go into, like, two or three stores. And after that, I'm kind of just like, well, I'm shopped out. I like the a... circuit. Yeah, you go to Opulence. Winners. Oh, winners. Opulence, and usually Winners is the best. Winners is pretty clutch. I got a few dress clothes from there. Like, I, like I got a $20 Michael Kors shirt from there. Like a dress shirt. It was I, a hell of a deal. I don't want to be like overstepping here, but Winners may be my favorite store. <laughs> did you know Tom met Connor McDavid at Winners? I did. I didn't really meet him. I actually saw him at Winners. It was the one downtown above City Market. And like I saw this dude walking around. He was looking all squirrely and stuff. In city like, Center? Uh, no, it's like Brewery District, kind of by the Good Life Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this guy, like, I kind of saw this guy, he's kind of tall, and he's, like, wearing Canada Goose, and, like, really nice shit, but he looks scruffy, and he's, like, all squirrely, like, walking around, like, looking like a crackhead, just, like, constantly, like, Whoa, whoa. Okay. I just want to say no that's Thomas's opinion. No disrespect, it's just, he was just looking Dude, if Connor McDavid's to listening to this right saying. now, he can DM me and be like, hey, <laughs> can I have this removed? I'll remove it. If Connor McDavid DMs me. Connor McDavid, I want to say I really appreciate everything you're doing for the Oilers right now. Anyways, back on track. Yeah, yeah like I stepped hockey. into an aisle and he was walking <laughs> down. I accidentally almost bumped into him. Like I kind of glanced up. I didn't even realize it was him. I was like, oh, sorry, man. And just kind of like walked around him. And he just kept walking. And then like he walked into the aisle. I glanced back and I was like, oh, shit. Like that is Connor McDavid. And then like he's walking. Like the cashier recognizes him. And he's like trying to buy his shit. And she's like asking him all these questions and stuff. And. Yeah, that was my running with Connor McDavid, looking nervous as hell to be in public. <laughs> and, like, I can't blame him. That would be awful to be in Edmonton, just going shopping when you're that famous. I would hate to be famous. And, like, everyone was, like, staring at him afterwards, I realized. Like, obviously, I was, too, because I was like, oh, shit, there he goes. Like, yeah, yeah like, you're just, everyone's there eyes are on you. No wonder you're, like, all squirrely. Like, <laughs> yeah. blame the guy. Um, you know what could be a cool thought, though? You know how you remember, like, really stupid, completely random events that don't even matter and you're like oh i remember this happened right or i remember i almost ran to that person four weeks ago right like in a mall or whatever what do you think what do you think if connor mcdavid was like oh yeah remember that guy bumped into winners that one time remember that guy that like tried to jump me at winners like (laughs) sexually assaulted me (laughs) i love that the thing i love is that connor mcdavid with all his millions Still appreciates the value of winners. And if that doesn't mean winners isn't a goddamn good store, I don't know what does. Alright, so there we have it. Tommy's official conclusion. <laughs> Out of all the stuff Tommy buys, etc., etc. Tommy's winners, parents buy. Let's put that sorry, disclaimer sorry, out okay. there. Sorry, Tommy's parents buy. <laughs> winners is the official store to go to. Me and Connor McDavid give it a cosign. Not actually, though. We're going to take Connor McDavid in this post. <laughs> Maybe you guys can, like, partner up and do some content pieces for winners. Ooh. You should just be some models for winners. You can, can be up be on like, the big sign. You like, see Tom's face? I'll be going through the clearance face. section. It's the only thing he's got going for him. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's all Luca Magnata had as well, too. That's great. He had his model face. <laughs> I don't like that. Hey, is that why you wanted to bring my cats back? <gasps> I wanted a cat, okay? I like cats. So, Tommy, 
Yeah, yo, that was just over there. Do you want to hear a sad story, Matt? Yes. So about a week ago, I was proposed with the opportunity to have a free pet lamb, a baby lamb. And I was like, you know how cool it would be to have a lamb? And I was like, Tom, let's get a lamb. I got got a hookup right here. I meant to ask about this. I got a Snapchat about it. You guys were at Costco. It's for a baby lamb. And so... I was going to ask, but I never did. I forgot to. I was all for getting this lamb, but someone said it was a bad idea and didn't want us to get the lamb. Two nights ago, I get a Snapchat saying this lamb died. So I'm not blaming Thomas for the death of this lamb, but for any of you listeners out there... Thomas Cross hates baby animals. We would have done that lamb an absolute disservice, forcing it to live in a 700 square foot apartment. I would have taken that lamb for walk. The city would be arresting us for violating some code, at the very least, fining us thousands of dollars. Oh my god. (laughs) I would have got that lamb diapers and little slippers. I'm like really pissed at you, Tommy, right now for not allowing this to happen. Okay, what but happened? a part of me is actually also just like, well, why the fuck would you get a baby or a baby llama or llama? What the fuck? Is Man, it? if it was a llama, I wouldn't have even <laughs> asked okay, Tom. If it was a llama, would be a different story. I'd be more on board, but, <laughs> but baby lamb. I don't know. It's like, how do you say yes to that? But how do you say no to that? You just you just say sure, and then <laughs> there's a llama in the apartment. The little homie needed just a farm sure. to graze on. They don't even have grass. Dude, you have the. He had the ravine. He could hang out with the crackheads at night time. <laughs> Put a GPS tracker on him. He'll be back in no time. I don't want him hanging out with the people that broke into my car twice. Yeah, you're dumb about it. You leave your door open. What? <laughs> <laughs> he just leaves, like, valuables in sight. Do they smash your window or just open the door? Like, uh, do you leave it unlocked? Just pried in. Like, I had to get the locks fixed both times. That's chintzy. Mm-hmm. Don't drive a Ford. Yeah, bad, bad need, call. So we need a Dodge. Are we really having the car debate right now? <laughs> sure, let's do it. All I'm saying is my car's never been broken into. That's exactly Hey, Tom, yeah, how, how well did your car run this last week? Battery's five years old. It died when it was minus 40. Surprised absolutely nobody. <laughs> hey, yo, my car started. My car started. How old are your boy's batteries? What year is it? 2020? I'm assuming 12 years old. Yeah, mine's about 14. Your batteries can't be 14 years old. It hasn't been replaced. Batteries last for like 10 years tops. Mine hasn't been no. replaced. Are you sure? Mine you hasn't been that replaced. car your whole life. You've owned it for like two years. I don't think mine's like... been replaced. Tom, are you really going to try and question us on car knowledge when you were asking how to change a tire? Yes, I am going to question you. Again? <laughs> no, <not> again. <laughs> I am going to question you. I think a battery can last 10 years tops. So go to Google? No. Like, I think a factory battery, I don't think you're getting, in this climate especially, I don't think you're getting more than 10 years out of stock battery. Let's check it out. Because I don't think my battery What does that one say? Hey, we have, a, we have a citation here. Five years. This Interesting. Five. Hmm. That's way more than five years. That's why I'm saying 10 is the absolute, um, absolute max. Um, my so. my battery has never been like, changed before. I changed my Mazda car. Um, that was around... 12,000, or not 12,000, 12, no, not 12 years, it would have been 11 years. Um, but my Dodge Avenger, I don't think it's ever been changed. Well, like if you take care really of it, like you're not leaving it run. Car, right? Yeah, like, I have the Carfax. Do they have the battery on Carfax? Like the battery's so small. But like with the stuff that they had to do for that car, they wouldn't have fixed the battery. That's well, kind of where I'm at with mine too. Like. Yeah. Could have just died one day and had to replace it because I don't think they can last. I don't think it can feasibly last 14 years. 12. Yeah, we'll say 12. Sounds fake. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm the car expert here. If anyone's actually listening, why don't you like comment? Tell us how long a battery lasts if you actually know. Because you know, I think I'm right. Sorry, guys. We're just doing some homework quick. We're cutting this part. Nah, man, nobody listens anyways. Okay, that's <laughs> No one makes it this far. We're after, eight min- after eight minutes, we can chill. <laughs> you don't have to worry about shit. Charging your battery. But the thing is, too, they also suggest that you get, like, an oil change every, like, 4,000 kilometers, whatever. But you can push that to, like, 10 or 12. Hey, Tom, do you know how to change the oil in your car? I don't think anything shy of a fucking, like, journey <laughs> mechanic knows how to change the oil in my car. That's, like, a two-hour job. You have to take so much shit out of the Mercedes to change the oil. That's true. 
I mean, valid point, but do you <laughs> know how to change $400 a normal car's for a reason. <laughs> and do, I go to the discount place. Do you know how to change a normal car's oil? Of course not. I've never driven a normal car. I guess I drove the Pathfinder. <laughs> you fucking like... peasants. <laughs> <laughs> normal car. Spoken like a total white privileged male. <laughs> I drove a Nissan Pathfinder for a year while I was in high school. That was fun. Is that the one you crashed or? No. I sold it. <laughs> I never crashed it. It was only worth like 2500 bucks or something. I've never crashed a car. You told me that, like Yeah, you told me you hit yeah, somebody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rear-ended someone in that for like a tiny amount of damage. No damage to the pathfinder. You told me it was like two grand. <laughs> Shit's a fucking tank, motherfucker. <laughs> it was a tank. I could play bumper cars. No problem, man. Didn't even crack oh, my bumper. Dented his oh. a little bit. You know why Tommy thinks the battery knowledge? Because that's what they tell him. Oh, that's 100%. It's like, oh, yeah, your air filter needs to be changed. How many times do you change your air filter, Tommy? Uh, I don't know. It just eight. Mercedes does A service and B service. And I don't know what's in them, except A service is about $300, and B service is about $600. A service is, like, once every, like, one year, and then the second year, and then the third year is B service. When the shops... It's cheap, cheap expense. When the... Ch- <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. You need to change your air filters. <laughs> When the shop, when the shop sees Tom pull up, they're like, "Hey boys, change the prices, change the prices." <laughs> Turn that six into a nine, motherfucker. You should see the list of shit that they asked me to do afterwards. They staple a small fucking essay to the back of my service report. They're like, "Do this and this and this," and that's like three thousand dollars later. Your tires appear to be two psi lower than normal. For two hundred dollars, we can bump that up to thirty-two psi for you. <laughs> Well, sure. Mr. Cross, <laughs> it, Mr. Cross, it appears we have to change your light engine. <laughs> oh, engine oh, okay. No, 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 not the check engine light. <laughs> the, the engine inside the light. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, how much is that going to cost? How much do you think it costs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a lot. That sounds like a five grand oh, job. Oh, my Easy. God. I remember I got when my um, alternator went. I went to the shop and they're like, yeah, so this part's four eighty, um, and then everything else turned out to be like eight nine hundred dollars. And I was like, for a fucking alternator. So I go to this mechanic on the side. He's like, yeah, I can get you the part for two hundred dollars, and then about one hundred and eighty dollars to put it in. I was like, four hundred dollars about. He's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, alrighty, I'll fucking do that. You want to know right? what I did well on my car? Okay, since I want to trash my auto skills, I did auto body work all by myself. Yeah, with your black nail polish. No, man. I spent I spent money to get real Mercedes factory spray paint. Went to Ritzy to get it. <laughs> oh man, I did a good job. I was proud of myself. I got sandpaper. I got the paint. I got the tape. And, uh, I sanded the area. Is that when uh, you were driving us when we were drunk? And I was sober. You were sober. 100%. I just want to clarify that. Um, and you ran over that curb. <laughs> I thought I put the vehicle in park when I went to the boat. I remember getting out of the car, and I was like, telling her to get out of the car, and we're both like, okay, we're not that fucked up. It's only like 6 p.m. But then, lo and behold, the car is just moving still. <laughs> what the shit? Yes, I did fix that. <laughs> sure did. Accidents happen. Oh, shit. <laughs> I still want to grill you about this, but I'm also like, we just did eight minutes of grilling him on his car. Fuck, grill me some more. I'll take it. I don't give a shit. How do you change a tire? Well, you, uh... You, you pull out your jacket. phone? <laughs> you call AMA, dog. <laughs> what the hell am I paying them for? And then you go back into the restaurant you're just in order coffee and rate. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right to me. How do you pump up a tire? Well, I take my Airhawk Pro and I take the little nozzle end and I uh, unscrew my tire cap and I screw it on. And then I set the PSI I want on the Airhawk Pro, and I just let that thing run. And the next thing you know, that's You can set cool. your PSI on that thing? Yeah, man. Like, what? I said, no, like, like, 33 in the front, like, 35 in the back. I can't remember exactly. Let's be real. Tom probably uses a little hand pump that comes when you buy a new basketball. <laughs> <laughs> How long do you think it would take to fill up a tire from empty to, like, 32 PSI? Hey, Tom, how long does it take yet? This is a size experiment, boys. It's summer. I'm going to say three yeah. hours. I say, no, Tommy's a bad fucking one. He can only last ten seconds of doing that before his forearm gets sore. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Fuck. Uh, I thought about doing stand-up comedy. Do you want to hit us with some of your lines, or are you saving those? I don't know if I have them anymore on this. I think I've got older computer. Okay, you know what you no, maybe this one. 
I don't know. Thought about it. Are you really that good if you need your notes? Dude, I sat down for 10 minutes one time and I wrote some paragraphs. <laughs> I'm shit. <laughs> do, you have, like, do you have like at least some one-liners for us or like some something, like a sentence? I don't know. Where, oh, that might be in my Google Docs, actually. I swear to God, if there's a dad joke in there for me. There's an office joke. That's how I thought about originally on the other podcast, but... White people culture is the office, so I'm kind of concerned that like you're not you're not really in touch with your culture. Comedy. Tom, you make native jokes about me nine <laughs> days out of the week. That is factually untrue. <laughs> Alrighty. You want me to read you my skit? I mean, oh, it's you a skit. It, oh. I have not proofread it. So. Can you read? That's the real question. I think so. Alright. Hello, my name is Matt. I won't say my last name because some of you females in the crowd may be looking for a particular Matt for uh, child support bills. So I'm just gonna state not gonna. Wow. So I'm just not gonna state my last name. Uh, and I look around the crowd and be like, "Okay." Absolute silence. I think we're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you very much for having me. I'm appreciative that a comedy club would actually allow me to be on stage. Obviously, for legal reasons. Um, I was talking to my correctional officer the other day because, well, I had a question for him. I told him that I was going to be doing this open mic skit for a comedy club. I wanted to know that if I had to let the audience know if I was a uh, registered sex offender or not. Um, thankfully, he said I didn't have to, so as I like to call it, I dodged a bullet with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys, I'm not reading the rest. <laughs> So yeah, they're about doing comedy. <laughs> when do the jokes start? Oh, dude, they haven't even... Word. This <laughs> <laughs> is the part I was like, do I make fun of myself or do I clap back? And like, <laughs> ah, brain's not working. Um, fuck, I was going to ask you something. I got distracted. <laughs> Man, it's been a long day. I was supposed to wake up at 5 a.m. to go to work. I already told you guys this, but I don't know if I said it on the podcast. So I'm going to say it on the podcast. Um, I was supposed to wake up at 5 a.m., hit snooze like a motherfucker till 8.30. But every 15 minutes, I was just like, 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes. Because I stayed up till 1 a.m. watching Don't Fuck With Cats. So, yeah, I'm tired. Is yep. that a valid reason? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt, did you hear I'm lactose intolerant? Yo, word. Okay, continue. I... All these stories I see of you. Also, what the fuck's going on with your tattoos? I got some tattoos. I'm also kind of a tattoo artist. I might have, I might have contributed very smallly. Yeah, Tom helped with Tommy the Turtle. Damn. How many do you have now? Like, total? Yeah. Ah, uh, one sec. Math is hard. Let me do some counting. I think I smell smoke. This is big brain time. I'm at 19, Matt. Maybe, maybe the picture uh, for this podcast can just be Luke's tat- That's what legs. I was thinking about as he's counting. I'm like, how do I take that you picture without having his work. dick in it? Just like, just like doodle it in like photos. Just like doodle it out with like the black pen. Give the wildlife shout out on that one too. Just put like, just take the big like Alberta wildlife or fucking wildfire logo and just like yeah. use it to block it out. Let's be real. If Matt's putting anything, he's going to put the Tic Tac logo over top. Never thought of that that's actually. A that's a good idea. That might be the move. Yo, Tic Tacs are so good. I bought a container like yesterday. Are we all in agreement orange is the best flavor? Yes. Okay, good. Although some of those new flavors, there was that, it was like a light blue and white one. I think it was like peppermint, spearmint, or whatever it was. That oh, good. there's like a raspberry one that's pretty good. Ooh. I'm all for the raspberry. The fruity ones? Mm, but uh, orange is the best. You know what pisses me off though? Um... Which way, they have now clear container with orange Tic Tacs, right? Yeah. I liked it better when they had the orange with container as well. Or, I guess white or white Tic Tacs, yeah. right? That was the best. 
I like those days best. I used to feel so cool just like, popping over the Tic Tac. Did you know that like the, the, the indent in the lid was meant so you could get one, one. Tic Tac out? But, like, yes. who goes by one Tic Tac? You take that thing and you just like funnel that shit into your mouth. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> the hardest thing ever though is to cut through the paper and take out the white lid. Oh, like yeah. the main one. So you can literally just go. <laughs> <laughs> you never know the good days till they're gone. Oh, man. I always think about elementary of the shit we used to do. Fuck. Do you ever do it so like you put glue on your hand? And yeah. You peel it off? I also got like French shoved in a locker when I was in elementary though. So that wasn't really fun for me. But Matt was so nice to me in elementary. He used to take my water bottle and fill it up with soap for me. Just because he knew I loved that so much. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> still remember that shit. A teacher would send everyone to fill the water bottles, but Matt would go, mine would taste like fucking soap. And then one day, Matt was like, Yeah, I've been putting soap in yours. Oh my gosh. That was an asshole. Fuck, Some things never change. Literally, you are what you eat, man. I was destined. I was destined to be an asshole. <laughs> How is elementary in Barhead? Do you have anything fun to tell us? I guess I'm going to need a bit of Barhead. I don't even know if I, I went, went near Landia for elementary, and let me tell you, that, that was like not... like Narnia. Where'd you go? Near Landia, like, so Barhead's middle of freaking nowhere, like, yeah. and you keep going further into freaking nowhere, and that's near Landia. Like, I think there's maybe 100 kids in the whole school, like, this K through elementary. 9. K through 9. Oh. 100 kids, yeah. It's like, what kind of school was it? Was there anything that made this school like a little bit different from like your average elementary school? It was Newlandia Public Christian School. Continue. And what kind of environment was at this school? Not you would have burned when you walked through that door. <laughs> oh. So yeah. it was like straight edge as fuck. Well, like, so you'd have your regular classes and then you'd have Bible class every day and Oof. yeah. I remember I was at a point where I was either McNally or AOB. And I was like, okay, well, AOB has Bible class where the fuck it is. So I was like, nope. Man, <laughs> go, going to Barhead for grade 10, 11, 12. Like, is it a best really Christian like, community or Catholic community? Nearlandia? Yeah. Or Barhead? Barhead. Barhead, well, Barhead was in the world record book for most liquor stores and churches per capita for quite some time. God's best creations. <laughs> Church and beer. <laughs> no, Nearlandia was pretty pretty religion-centric. And then Barhead, like, yeah, of course, you sell your churches and stuff, but nowhere near to the extent. How big is Barhead? Uh, I think county included, you're close to 9,000 people. I don't know exactly how they got one of the nicest golf courses in, like, the province. Something shady happened, but they have a fucking nice golf course. Barrett's course was ranked top 50 in Canada one year. Let me use my best friend. There was some, there was some, I I don't know exactly what. It might have been Ralph Klein. And then the, I believe uh, so. I believe it was Ralph Klein and whoever was the uh, the legislative member for Barhead. I think they had some kind of deal. <laughs> they were buddy-buddy or something. Ralph Klein might have, might have funded that thing. Good old Ralph. You guys remember Ralph Bucks? <laughs> Do you want to know what my mom did with my Ralph Bucks when I was in, like, grade, Ooh, like, three? That is a very nice course. When I was in grade three, my mom took my Ralph Bucks and sent them to girls in Africa. What are Ralph Bucks? <laughs> yes, your mom took your Ralph Bucks, too. <laughs> what? Until, like, 2003 or four, when Ralph Klein gave everyone in the province $400. Oh. Like, he just gave everyone, because he had such a surplus back then. Like, obviously, stupid move. Oh, yeah. Basically, like, completely idiotic, but that's what he did. My, I mom, could my mom took mine and sent them to a charity for, like, girls in Africa, which, like, I was mad about at the time. Like, obviously, boom, there's my charitable donation for, like, my entire childhood. So, like, we're good there. Got some favor, you know. Basically, going to heaven for sure now, so. I know you're one of the more straight-edge friends we have, but you're also in this friend group, so it is without you're question. not going there. Because I don't believe in God doesn't mean I'm not going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> the, sec- the last thing coming out of... Tommy's mouth before he dies is going to be like, God, please forgive me. <laughs> forgive me for all my sins. I was just Yo. playing. Yo. The funniest part, though, is Tom's going to be like 23, 24, and it's going to be, he's so going to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's cause of death? Let's speculate. Oh, I'm saying overdose on caffeine. Yep. Highly probable. That heart is going to blow. Not just like caffeine, but just energy drinks. Well, Surplus I mean, of vitamin B. Vitamin B12. 
if you were to do an autopsy of Tom right now, there would be craft dinner powder flowing through his veins. I am perhaps the healthiest person on earth. I don't even want to hear the slander on my name. <laughs> I think if we recall from, as you say, the OG days of this podcast, we go through your diet a bit here with uh, bologna, I ketchup, my lunch shredded I just, cheese. I just grabbed my lunch that I f- forgot. Okay. I was super pissed. So I made a sandwich. You know, it's very healthy. So you got your bread, whole grain, mustard, four slices of turkey. So we got a good turkey mustard sandwich, right? But then I go to get cheese. I look. That's it. You put. No that's all you put on your sandwich. I was gonna put cheese on it also. Oh. And then there was no cheese left, so I opened the cupboard, and lo and behold, there's the jar of KD powder. <laughs> so you bet. <laughs> oh, I sauced the KD powder all over that son of a bitch. Just sprinkled that thing on like no more. Then it congealed with the mustard, and it turned into like a KD paste. And I haven't what eaten it fuck? yet because I forgot it. So I'm gonna eat it tonight. That's all you eat for lunch. I bring like. Salad. Another invention I call a salad in a bag. So, like, basically, it's just salad, but, like, I put it in a bag. And, like, it's really good. How I Met Your Mother did salad in a bag first. Hit break to you. They fucking actually? Yeah. <laughs> My God. Have you heard of taco salad as well, too? Yeah, man. But you get a is, bag of Doritos and just healthier. put... This is healthier. This is why I'm going to live for a long time. <laughs> Can't even say it. Hey, hey, Tom, are there any conditions that run in your family by chance? No comment. <laughs> What, what did your dad just get out of the hospital for? Uh, he got out of the hospital for like, um, you know... He went a heart the- transplant. It was a heart transplant. We cannot confirm or deny this. It's <laughs> so like, what do they do if you're... Both look at me at that moment. If you're like a 23, 24-year-old, don't, like, someone that needs to be a donor recipient. So, the real reason of this podcast wasn't to do the wildlife wasn't to scare Lucas into thinking we recorded him to blackmail him later in his career. It was actually for your intervention, Tommy. Oh, amazing. So, why do you drink energy drinks? What's Why does it fuel you? Because I can't function without them because I'm cripplingly dependent on the ingredients inside them. Those people that rely <laughs> on shit, eh? Yeah, those stoners. Those drug addicts always relying on shit. At least I'm relying on energy drink as this man packs a chaw next to me. That was the joke, Thomas. I'm glad you caught on. I'm about to verbalize it so the audience knew what we were doing. I don't think people, these people aren't like rednecks, you know, I hope. Like, hey. you can't tell the chaw just from like a light thump in the Everybody back. has their vices. Do you at least get the sugar-free? Always. Always. Yeah. Because like, yeah, you're you your sucralose instead. Yeah. There's there's stevia, whatever the fuck it's sweet. Exactly. Like Monster Locale, that's a go-to. Like 25 calories. The blue one. Yeah, I don't want to lose those abs, eh? Oh, I would not. (laughs) Abs do not go on me. How many calories do you have a day? 800? Actually, a decent amount. Maybe a reasonable amount. Like? I don't count, though. I would count. I'll start counting one day, and then that'll be a whole other one. Okay, let's take you through your daily diet. What First thing in the morning, what do you eat? Big bowl of vector cereal with chocolate milk. <laughs> Gives you the energy you need. <laughs> Lunchtime. Okay, so then that's the, like, the, I don't know. Or your like, next meal. That's like between 8 and 9, depends on like what time I start my day usually. So that's like breakfast. So I like 10.30. Breakfast. Breakfast. <laughs> so then. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? Breakfast. Okay, anyways, that's like 8 or 9, depends, because I, I don't get up that early. I'm not like a 6 or 7 a.m. kind of person, so I'm like 8 or 9. And then by like 10.30, I want to have a snack, so I pack some granola bars, or I get some Nutri-Grain, you know, some Nature Valley, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I have snacks like that. And then I usually have my lunch between 12 and 1. So every day, I bring a sandwich to school, and it varies. You know, sometimes it's like ham, turkey, chicken, and like there's some weird shit on there. You know, there's some KD powder and shit. Bring my salad in a bag, which is just a bunch of spinach in a Ziploc bag. Like, no That's diet. not even a salad. Yeah, it's literally just spinach in a bag. I bring apple, orange, um, and then more snacks, you know, like Rice Krispies or something. <laughs> so, like, my day, like, I consume probably eight granola bars a day. Like, that's, like, my main form of, like, sustenance. And then, like, I get home, like, four o'clock every day, give or take. And so, like, I've got to go track at five just about every day. So, like, usually I make a bagel. You know, I like to do one side cheese Whiz, the other side peanut butter. Don't eat them at the same time, though. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. Get a few more granola bars. Now we're counting, like, nine or ten granola bars. Um, go to track, you know, run hard. Sometimes we'll do, like, some plyo after or something. So, no, two, two and a half, three hours, easy. Uh, come home at, like, eight o'clock, and I make dinner. So, like, I'll sometimes do, like, canned fish and rice. 
So that's very healthy. Other times, like chicken fingers, I did tonight. It's not as healthy, but I mean, fuck, chicken fingers. Who the fuck doesn't like chicken fingers? Like, like that's a go-to. Chicken breast, you know, sometimes I'll do pasta. I'd just like that's to say, it. let's go back to the fish. Whatever Tom doesn't finish, he just forks down the drain. <laughs> do you know the fish that I talk about that comes out of a the can? can? The and stuff you give your cat. <laughs> <laughs> I eat that. That's just going to be you sure that's, that, no, that's like... Quote, quote, healthy for you though it's canned salmon it is so healthy i mean there might be mercury but like we don't worry about mercury from like a nutrition and like protein. sodium salt come on <laughs> anyways i think i'm being healthy but yeah so that's my day uh, do you get this do i get the stamp of, oh and like three coffees and one energy drink every day without fail <laughs> damn and pre-workout, maybe. Sometimes. Shit. I'm trying to think how much caffeine I have. Today was the first day in like a week I used pre-workout, actually. I used that shit. I just hate pre-workout because um, it makes me like tingle. Usually, <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah, I usually only get like two caffeine drinks in me throughout the day now. I'm down just to like regular tea, so it's more of a placebo effect than anything. So, it's just like, at least I'm having that hot drink that my brain like kind of... It's like smoking a cigarette. You don't necessarily miss the fucking high... You just miss taking the cigarette to your mouth. And smelling like an ashtray when you walk in. Exactly, yeah. right? All, all, the, all the benefits of smoking cigarettes. I honestly thought um, when I started drinking coffee this summer, <laughs> like for the first time, I was like, oh, that's great. These are going to replace energy drinks and like I'm going to be so much healthier. But then like I still have my daily energy drink every day. Now I just have two to three cups of coffee also. So I, How much do you spend weekly on granola bars? Well, I get, usually get them at Costco or something. Like a big pack of like 52 or something. That lasts know. you about what? It's like 13 for that. Five and that lasts days? me a week and a half or two. Huh. Yeah. So it's not, not that much. You know, granola bars are a good value. Like, I get peanut bars. I know you don't know anything about those. Like, they're good. They're nah, real good. Matt, we got to get you on the wildfire diet. It's a wildfire diet. You wake up, you grab a chai, you grab a coffee, you go to work. You grab a chai, you grab a coffee, you keep working. You pack another chai, you have another coffee, keep working. One more chai, one more coffee. You go, you have dinner at camp. Don't you how like just eat just like some hot sauce packets just yeah. straight up there? Oh, like, sometimes depends. If, just a fucking hella fast, eh? No time to eat, man. Fair enough. Nick Can I replace a lip for a bong grip? Not today. <laughs> <laughs> but it's legal. Motherfucker. What do you guys think about like rules with marijuana in the work industry? Like work. Like, do you think your employees should be showing up high or no? Well, I mean, that's like, I want to say it's like showing up drunk because it's not, but like it's, it's, it's not similar though. Similar, it's yeah. in the same it's category. It's somewhat similar. So I, I, would say, I would say no. Personally, but if I was thing, a though, boss, it's like, I'd be like, it's, 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 it's also still very close to showing up smelling like cigarettes, but it's that stigma with the marijuana, which My I agree thing, it shouldn't be allowed, but I feel like as an employer, you should be able to say, say your work day is eight till five. Eight till five, you just don't get to smoke. As soon as you go home, whatever. Before, but, but can you smoke at seven fifty-eight and then walk into work? Can no. you have a beer at seven fifty-eight and walk into work? You can't be intoxicated for work. Yeah. Because I think there's a lot of, like the liability behind it all. Exactly. Right? If you're intoxicated working, they're like, why was? I mean, working? I say no, but I'm just trying to like rationalize it from like a smoker's perspective. Oh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Tommy. Tommy's in the back alley just hacking darts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the ranch okay Fucking that'll never happen again spoken. but no, I agree with that where it's I don't know I think you shouldn't be showing up high if you're a manager you don't want that no more from the liability standpoint like you know the, the work's mostly gonna get done still but it's just like if they do fuck up doing, and then there it is it depends what you're doing too right like right? is your job like, is your job to drive a semi? Like, obviously, you shouldn't be high. You know, is your job to fly a fucking plane? Like, don't be high. But, like, is your job to, like... Cut grass on a golf course? Yes. I would just much. like to say, in that, was that Denzel Washington in that movie, like, Flight or Fightless? Where he's, yeah, great movie. He's an alcoholic, yeah. Yeah, and he, cra- he, he doesn't... Sorry, I don't want to say crash the plane. He saved, he saved the, plane. the plane. Yeah. And then they find, like, he had some drinks. Yeah. Cocaine and assistance as well, too. Fuck, Denzel is a good Is that guy. a true story? Uh, no, I don't think so. That was a great movie, though. It's one of the movies you always have to watch a few times just to remember it. Like, uh, one of my favorite movies of all time is Goodwill Hunting. That's a great movie. Like, goddamn. I shared the cultural experience of Borat with Lucas this week, and I think it left a big impression. We're, we're watching Bruno next. I know you're a fan of Bruno. 
like you know as accepting what's his name what's the actor's name again sasha baron cohen (sighs) didn't he just release something new (laughs) he released like the miniseries about america this isn't this is america yeah Yeah, that's a good one Uh, is it on netflix no it's on like you gotta isn't it crave yeah i think it's crave you gotta find it's hbo there's like three streaming accounts now out there i don't want to pay for i don't even want to pay for netflix my sister does that's the move I've never paid for streaming services. Same. But I just use my mom's. <laughs> Fair, honestly. Um, do you guys know of any good shows on Netflix? I'm all out. Um. So I watched Aaron Hernandez one. I watched Don't Fuck With Cats. I watched Bloodline. Um, Suits, I finished. Have you seen The Witcher? Yeah, that one's really good. Uh, I watched an episode of it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the first episode either. But it's one of those ones you have to actually have to like follow the storyline in it. or. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I want <laughs> to commit to that. Brain. Man, Bloodline was that for me, where I had to, like, focus on the storyline the whole time. And then the ending, the last few shows got, like, super, like... I like, uh... So what happened, the dude's memories and the, his present self were, um, his... They were, like, um, getting mixed up. So he'd be, like, in the present moment. The next thing you know, he's in the past. And then he's, like, mixing both up, right? So it's very trippy. And that was hard to follow for the last four episodes. <laughs> I was watching the confession tapes. That's a good one. It's about, like, people who've confessed to crimes under like intense like pressure and it's like was their confession accurate or were they just pressured oh, by the police yeah and like there are always cases where it could legitimately go either way from the way the evidence is presented and it seems like it could still be that way yeah. so that's a good one um speaking of kind of like trials like that i watched a show actually the other day where it was this guy was falsely accused of murder um and then, so he's brought in he's charged with murder and he has no idea what the fuck's happening so eventually they put a date to it, and he was like, well, it's at the baseball game, right? So what happened is he accidentally stumbled across these tickets to the Dodgers game and was like, oh, look, we can go to the Dodgers game. So he took his daughter and two of his buddies, I think, to the game, right? Um, so the game ended, I think it was like 10 o'clock. The murder apparently happened at 10.30. And people say that they saw him at the murder scene with the gun. So that's why he was charged. Um, so they had to prove that he was at the baseball game. They didn't have the tickets. And so what the lawyer had to do is go through all the security tapes at the stadium to see if there's any film of him at the stadium. Couldn't find any. Oh, so well. they're like, shit, we're fucked. And he was on um, trial for the death penalty for it. Okay, death row, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so what happened was that they started talking to people in the audience with season tickets. Like, do you remember this guy? And some of them did. But they didn't have enough confidence to go to trial with that, right, with them. Um, but they also got a tip that there was, like, a film crew crew there. So what happened, it was during one of the Kirby Enthusiasm episodes. Okay. They were actually filming during the event. So instead of filling up the uh, stadium with fake people, fake fans, just to film, they just filmed it during the game. <laughs> and it was on one the second take or the first take or whatever it was. And they're shooting down the stairs, and the guy's coming up. The uh, famous, what's his famous actor? The guy responsible for Seinfeld. Oh, um, uh, shit! The guy who's also in Kirby Enthusiasm, the comedy, the comedic. I know who you're talking about, but I don't yeah, know I feel not Jerry. No, not, not Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, Larry David. Larry David. Yeah. So. It was literally one of the scenes where he's coming up the stairs and there's videotaping him. And for some reason, the guy was being held back by security. So don't, don't interfere with the shot. But the guy let him go anyways after a while. I was like, oh, dude, just go. Um, and he's actually walking down. And then he just walks into the scene. Oh, wow. Walking down the stairs. And they had the proof right there because they were so happily filming this TV show. And so he was there. He did not murder the person. But the game ended at 10 o'clock. Murder was at 10.30. So they're like, well, you could have made it there and killed the person. So what they had to do at that point was track his cell phone. Mm-hmm. And he made a call. Um, somebody called him, but he didn't pick up or whatever it was. But it was essentially he was getting that ping from the cell phone to the tower. So they were able to register that his phone was here at a certain time. And that allowed them to be like, okay, well, he couldn't make it there in time. Interesting. So, so it was just like this thing that... Um, charged with it and then all these events just kind of 
played out in his favor. That's why the death penalty you know is scary I mean? because they 100% do kill innocent people from time to time. Yeah. And it's scary. like, okay, great. Like, the family gets millions in, like, a settlement, but, like, still, like, the per- they, k- they kill an innocent person. Like, is it even, is it even worth it? Like, I don't yeah. Know. So, moral of the story is sitcoms save lives. That's the moral of the story that I found about, too. That's what Larry David was saying. He's like, yeah, I like to tell a story of how I got a man off death row. That's <laughs> 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 sad. But uh, at the end, though, the cops submitted to falsifying information and then oh, wow. wrongfully, like, interviewing him yeah. and questioning him to, in, a decept- in a deceptive way. What's the word? Yeah, deceptive. Deceptive word. I don't know. I'm fucking dumb. But, yeah. That was actually slightly interesting. I also watched the um, the short one. It was about the economy of the 2008 Oh, disaster. the big short. The big short, that's what, yeah. <laughs> sounds I remember like, the name. Sounds like Tom's bus in uh, high school there. The short <laughs> Any comment to that? Sounds, uh, I don't even want to say anything. Say it. Nobody's listening. <laughs> it is not appropriate to make fun of that demographic, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> that was Matt that made that comment. <laughs> Why would you say that? Um, That's very disrespectful to that It's Dr. Z to you. <laughs> what's, what's your PhD in again? Pussy getting pussy. <laughs> Dr. Z, PhD in getting pussy. Oh, boy. I really hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, she won't listen 50 minutes into this. Absolutely nobody listens this far. No, yeah, there's been times where we actually, like, we're even, like, 20, 30 minutes and we're like, okay, if anybody's listening to it at this point, DM me on Instagram and I'll... I'll send you like 40 bucks. Is this one right now? Or are we doing it right now? Sure, let's do it. Contest right. right now. All right. The so first person who DMs me saying the words, the coffee has been delivered. The coffee so has been delivered. So you have to DM delivered. off the dome with a Z, the coffee has been delivered. This to Tom's short bus. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. Just message me a cool catchphrase and I'll send you $25. <laughs> Tax free. Doesn't apply to you, dude. Oh shit. You hold. So yeah, if anyone's uh if anyone at all is listening, which is kinda kinda doubtful, we're making someone twenty five dollars richer today, and if that's not a fucking public service, I don't know what is. Boom. Mic drop. I don't know, man. I'm gonna promote that wildfire one, get you some listeners. I'll drop this one before. Ah, oh, dang it. I just gotta update the beginning and say this is Lucas's first time on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Hey, let's end this motherfucker. I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. Amen. Preach. Night. Peace. Adios.